Bing bong. Here we are. Live. Back. Season 4. Episode 9. Ready to rock. So, teacher, how did the first class go? Um, it was fun. I mean, I didn't do any teaching. I handed out materials. Tried to help people. Um... My uncle being one of them who was in the class without me knowing. I had no clue. That's good. He's not very good. No? No. Not a good, not a good tire? I've, I mean, he's got bad arthritis in his hands. There's crooked as a politician. It's going to be tough. Yeah. And the hooks are only getting smaller. Like, <laughs> we started off with a, with a black ghost and then went down to a, West Branch Caddis, which you go from a fucking size six streamer hook. Yeah. To, and they may have, yeah, size six streamer hook to a fucking 12. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a few guys in the class that were like, oh boy. There wasn't many young guys. Like when I took the class. There yeah, there was, was a couple kids. Yeah, some teenagers, which I thought was cool. Um, But yeah, old Uncle John. I think I'm just going to tie his flies for him. <laughs> it's probably the best bet. But it was fun. Learned learned a lot about like trying to teach people. Aaron does an awesome job like explaining it and just he's a teacher. Right. You know, so he does a good job teaching adults as well. Um Huge shout out to HMH Vices for donating all those vices for people to use, um, which is pretty cool because <clears throat> they don't have to use the cheap right. C-clamp ones. Those are nice. Yeah. Those are pretty fucking nice. And the rotary, you know, they they work they work well. <clears throat> um, and this week is the final class. You got, I think we're doing Peedhead Pheasant Tail. And a mini leech. Oh, I believe. So we'll see. Got a new reel from Aaron. Yeah, how did that go? <laughs> Apparently, it was full of salt. Yeah. Well, I couldn't believe Jim, like, swept it up when I walked by. I saw him talking to Aaron about it. And he's like... Yeah, he had a, pi- he had a he pile had a of it. pile <laughs> of salt. <laughs> that was the reel... That backlashed on Aaron on the boat last summer. Oh, good. So that explains why, because there was a, it was loaded with salt. Well, no. Why it backlashed is because he had zero drag set. Well, that too. Um, but Jim was like, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull these things apart and clean them. There's 28 pieces in there. <sighs> Am I ever gonna? Pull it apart and clean it? No. Probably not. No, probably not. I'll bring it into the gym to change a line at some point and be like, hey, remember this? Yeah. But well, I'm sure I could if I need to. But Aaron's like, I wash it every time. And Jim's like, you just got to run it under the sink. You can't be spraying it with a hose. It just drives the salt in. <laughs> <sighs> but Aaron gave me an even better deal on it than currently than what originally he was going to charge me, which was a good deal. But, yeah, when we came down, 
and when I I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, you walked in. I walked in, and Jim is just over at the fucking line station, just motherfucking <laughs> silently to himself. And I'm like, I was like, "Hey, Jim," and he's like, "Hey," he's like, "I was like back at it." He's like, "Yeah," healing slowly, and I could tell he was agitated, so I just left him alone. Did some shopping with Liv, and then I walked back by because Liv wanted to look at um, some more of the thread. And then she's like, "She's like, what are all those parts?" And I look over, and there are just parts to a reel fucking everywhere. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was twenty-eight like, pieces. I don't know. <laughs> and then the other guy that was in there helping, um, I forget his fucking name. Uh, the other guy that works there, yeah, Eric. Eric, Eric went over and was like talking to Jim a little bit and was like, oh, I'll, I'll help you out like a little bit with doing some stuff. And then he had to go wait on the customer. And then Jim needed the part that Eric had. And he's like, where the fuck did you put the part? And <laughs> Jim was all irritated. And then I go upstairs and we're shooting the shit. And uh, Jim had texted Aaron a picture of all the parts. All the pieces. Nice pa- reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I put it together. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's. He's he's in a battle down there right now. And Aaron's like, what the fuck? I just asked for fucking line put on a reel. Like, what the hell is happening? Like, well, Aaron didn't want to sell it to me. I was like, dude, it's fine. Like, yeah, I'll buy it. Now. It's completely rebuilt now with Jim's seal of fucking hatred. <laughs> the next time I it's actually if, might be a fucking museum piece now. If, if I ever bring that reel in, Jim's going to be like, you're buying a new reel. You're not, I'm not, no. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's just to put line on it. So, but yeah. Bought some, bought some hooks to make, tie some smaller chubbies, which I did. Yeah. Yeah. I missed tying night on Monday. I've been in a battle this week. So last week and the week before I had started running again. And I know Aaron's going to love us talking about fitness. Well, fit this dick in your mouth, Aaron. So here we go. <laughs> and I was running, and I had been wearing uh, the Nike there, the Nike free runs, which are supposed to be like ba- basically like barefoot shoes. Yeah. Well, apparently, now that I've gone through this, you're supposed to like wear those around for like a month straight. Like those are the only shoes you wear. To get your feet acclimated to them and then like slowly start running. And I just went straight to running a mile and a half to two and a half miles a day. In perfect Garrett fashion. Correct. And then it started hurting on like day six. But when I would start running after like the first 20 minutes or after like the first 10 minutes, it would loosen up and warm up and then it was fine. So then I'd go back to cranking and then I'd. Would run two miles, then get on a bike and bike for 10 every day for the past 10 days. And then finally. Because you fucking hate yourself, apparently. Yeah. I don't like to work out like these people that are like, you know, working out is not a punishment. I'm like, no, being fat's a punishment. So we're going to punish <laughs> ourselves for this. Like, I. So Garrett's just murdering himself yeah. every day. So, and I'm like. Things were, like, moving along, and I was like, fucking, all right, here we go. And then I woke up Saturday morning, or maybe it was Sunday morning, and I went to step out of bed, 
and my fucking I almost fell to the ground. It felt like someone fucking shot me in the bottom of my foot, and I was like, well, this isn't good. <clears throat> so then I started doing some research. Apparently, plantar fasciitis is a real thing, and uh, it's not fun. So I've been dealing with that, and Monday was the worst, like absolutely terrible. Is it correlated with the... The shoes. The shoes. Yeah. Those shoes are now in the trash. <laughs> Instead of just, like, breaking him in properly, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, no, I'm done. I've had them for, like, two years. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. All it right. wasn't like I bought them brand new last week, and then my foot hurt, and then I threw them away. Okay. They were, like, maybe uh, maybe a year. I've had them. And I would, like, wear them, but, like, they, were, they had a weird sole on them where, like, if you ever walked in gravel, gravel would just get stuck up in it because it was, like, sliced yeah. rubber. How do people run down the road and things like that? I don't know. It was fucking stupid. So then, now, I can walk now, which is good. Monday, walking into work, which I have to walk a mile each way, was legitimately like, I... You have to walk a mile each way? It's about a mile each way. I see all these people working on the shipyard. They walk, like, three or four miles a day to get to work. I'm like... Why would you do that? Why? Chico? Yeah. <laughs> Is working for the fucking federal government that good? No. And, oh. their, and their pay is shit. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't know why. The benefits. I get all this sick time. No wonder. Yeah. Because you're going to catch fucking pneumonia when you're walking 17 miles to fucking work. <laughs> Fuck stick. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's like Mike, Mike bikes yeah. to work every day. But that's so he can literally pull, like, so he bikes 10 miles, or not 10 miles, it's 10 miles round he trip. He does it even in the winter? Yeah. I mean, he, I I talk to him, like, two or three times a week in the mornings, because I'm going out to my car when he's biking by, and he'll swing in and say hi. What an animal. Dude, he's put, like, 12,000 miles on a bicycle, and that is just to go back and forth to the shipyard. <laughs> I'm like, you are a fucking machine. But he's got, like, all his, like, gear. He's got fucking, like, neon biking gloves. If if somebody told me, you can have the greatest job in the world, but you have to bike 12 miles a day, I'd have to think real fucking hard. I'd do it in a fucking heartbeat. The state I am now, I don't think I could. I tried the bike thing, remember? I yeah. turned it into a kayak. I think I think you'd if you stuck with it you'd like it. But <clears throat> you don't have to crank and like it's not like Well, Evan. I also don't want to have to fucking like, if I was Mike I'd have to get to I might as well just live at Evans. Well, yeah. It's going to take me 2 well, days to get to the shipyard. So that's the other psycho part. I have to leave on Friday. He drives down from Portland. Yeah. I'm like you're an animal. And then the best part is after he does his bike to work, works, bikes home, then drives 45 minutes home, then goes to spin class because because riding 12 miles because the girlfriend wants to go to spin class. I'm like, you are 
you couldn't pay me. I would not do that. That's where I would draw no. the line. I got my exercise in today. I'm yeah. gonna sit at home watch TV. Yeah, you go, go you go spinning. But yeah, so the foots on the mend were pretty good. The only weird thing is right now it feels like one of my tendons to one of my toes is a banjo string. It's not great. Leah's like, are you going to go get this looked at? And I was like. As soon as I get back from Florida. Yeah, probably not. I was (laughs) like, it's improving, so probably not. She's like, why do you do this? And I was like, well, like case in point with my shoulder, like I waited three days. Then I finally went in and they're like, all right, here's prednisone. See you later. Don't be a bitch. They didn't say that, but that's how I felt. And then, I mean, the prednisone did work amazingly. But like this, what are they going to tell me? Rest? Yeah, fuck off. Time to rest? No. I got fucking Peloton streaks to keep up, bitch. (laughs) I rode fucking 10.6 miles today. I was all geared up to go to the gym last night. Started driving there. Left my fucking gym clothes at home. Oh. I was like, well, I'm not driving to Sanford and then all the way back to Summersworth. So no. I mailed it in. Um. <clears throat> ready for Florida? Oh, I'm so fucking ready. We got the roof box on the Volvo. Is the Volvo out there? I think so. I just don't see it. Or maybe she parked somewhere else because my mom was here. Maybe. I almost hate your mom's car. Huh. Whatever. <laughs> I pulled I pulled in and I was pulling around. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Mom Hodge is here. <laughs> oh, is it Paul out there? Yeah, it's out it front. Must be. Yeah. I saw Mandy's car today. Yeah, how's it looking? Uh disheveled. Disheveled, to say the least. Ripped a pat. Yeah. How much longer on that? Another couple weeks. Oh, my God. Two or three weeks. They had the the trunk floor cut out of it. New frame rail getting ready to go in. It's up on the frame machine. I tell you, I don't think I said on the podcast what you got for a rental car. Yeah, yeah you did. Ford Explorer? Yeah, brand new. Yeah. Limited. The thing is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet when you have to cough up sixty grand for it. <sighs> I'm gonna be coughing pretty hard. Right. But you're gonna do it. I found we'll a, I found actually I found a truck I want today. Twenty nineteen. F two fifty. Would someone buy my goddamn fucking four-wheeler, please? I'm sick of talking to people about it. <laughs> I got a kick out of the... I'll be there with... What did you say? 6,000 cash? Something? Yeah. Dude, fucking... LOL. <laughs> did he respond back? Uh, Nope. Yeah. So if you insult me with a price, uh, I will just write back LOL no. Um... Guy texted me, said, is this available? I said, yep. He said, 6K, first thing tomorrow. 
And I just wrote back, LOL. No. <laughs> and I've had fucking more people like, one dude was like, oh, I got this sweet fucking 07 F-250. And I was like, no. I don't want a truck. I have a truck. Like, that's not a sweet truck. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, it's lifted. Yeah, well, it's fucking probably also beat the piss out of yeah. it. The snot knocked out of it. Um, yeah, Florida, though. Fuck. Can't wait. Boys down there are fucking getting into some good fish. Keeping tabs on everybody. <laughs> they had... Uh, a lot of good days for sailfish right now. So hopefully those stick around for another week and a half and we can get after it. I'm also so fucking sick of my kids' schools sending out fucking emails about missed attendances and fucking vacation shit and all. fuck off. You can all eat a dick. Fuck all your school administration. Fuck off. Don't text me how many fucking days my kids are going to miss. And don't fucking send me emails saying, you know, it's important the kids are there, blah, 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 blah. Unless you make sure all of your fucking teachers are showing up for all the classes they're supposed to teach. Then we'll have a fucking argument. Because if you really want to go down this road. Now, I understand people have lives. That's why I'm not complaining about my daughter's teacher and how many days she's had to miss because of personal reasons within her family. I get that. But I'm not fucking emailing you saying, what the fuck's this bullshit? My daughter's had to substitute fucking 60 out of 100 fucking days this year. Have I? No. But if you're going to keep emailing me and saying, you know, really got to watch. You know, we have school vacation for a reason. We don't want to pull kids out early. You know what, motherfucker? Fuck you. They're giving you shit for taking your kids out early? They Not or me it specifically. Yeah. It's a blanket email to everyone. and it's But it's come out from the superintendent and both principals at both schools. Every time they send an email, they include a little, little, little jab at the end of, hey, you know, keep in mind of vacation planning and what you're planning for, you know, missed days and... The teachers aren't responsible for makeup work and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, cool. My daughter's had a substitute for fucking 50 fucking days this year so far. So you want to tell me that that's the education that she's supposed to be getting? Yeah. Now, I'm not faulting the teacher. There's things that happen outside of that. But also recognize that when you're sending out a mass email of, well, don't let your kids miss school. Listen, motherfuckers, my kids are doing great in school. So shut the fuck up. Also, looking back at going to school versus now looking at it from a parent's perspective, these fucks have no idea what they're doing. It's unbelievable. Like, you remember going to school and you're like, you thought, like, those teachers had shit together and fucking knew what they were doing? Then, I mean, we meet Aaron. Fuck me. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, holy shit. I'm sorry. Third grade doesn't matter. Neither does first grade. My wife gave me shit because 
So now live soccer on Tuesdays starts at four o'clock in Hampton. Well, the bus doesn't get home in time, and I'm not waiting in fucking pickup. Why? Because I don't want to. Because your pickup fucking process sucks. So I'm going to dismiss my child early. And Leah's like, well, you know, I don't want the girls missing. I was like, they're missing 25 minutes. And I was like, and Liv is in gym. She can leave gym to go play soccer. Yeah. We're not losing anything there. And Corinna's already reading at a third grade level. She's in first grade. I think we're all right. I'm not going to traumatize my child for two days. She fucking gets let out early. And she was like, oh, fine. I was like, yeah, you're right, fine. <laughs> <clears throat> let me tell you, soccer is costing a lot more than fucking school is costing me. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't like being late. This is why. I hate being late to soccer, especially because I grew up the way I grew up and going to soccer and having to, like, sprint between fucking practices to make practices on time and stuff. So I will do everything in my power to make sure my kids are early. So when they're like, oh, yeah, it's at 4 o'clock, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll pull my kids out of work school at 2 2.30 so they can come home, get changed, get a snack, and we can go. Rather than, yeah, get off the bus at fucking 319, and then we're in the car doing 100 down the highway. Yeah. <clears throat> so what did you get from the fly shop on Sunday? I I bought a I bought a recreation of the net that you had uh, you had purchased. Um, I uh, I walked in with intentions of maybe walking out with it, and then uh, we Liv wanted to get some fly tying stuff, so we we did that, and then I was like, you know, I'm really looking at these nets, and she I was like, do you like the camo one or do you like the river one? She was like, definitely the river one. I'm like, of course you like the one that's $30 more. Motherfucker. <laughs> she is your child. Yeah. And so, used up some gift cards and then paid. But, yeah, you know. There it is. There it is. She's ready for next year. Still keeping the Stevens net. That's a, that might just become a wall hanger. Yeah, I thought about ordering one from them, mainly because they're the same price. Yeah, but I do like how light that is. Those that is nomad light. lights or nomad nets are so nice. <clears throat> and, but I do want to support New England nets too because I think it's important to do like support those dudes. Absolutely. Speaking of March. 20 the expo yeah march 30th march 30th eldridge brothers fly fishing expo taking the day off it'll be a fucking zoo like always i'm getting there earlier and i'm parking out back yeah parking on the street like a peasant you better be there at like six jim told me just to park out back behind the building and i'll be fine just be early well, I'm going to go 
I'm going to be there helping sell raffle tickets for Fies for Kids, which they I witnessed the drawing for that on Sunday. Some guy from Turner, Maine won it. Good fam. Yep. Fucking a shitload of flies, and they've already got a bunch for the next one. Yeah. So it'll be good. That'll be a good time. Again, March 27th. This is the one. That's a busy week for Mainly Stupid. Yeah, it's a big week. With the fly tying, or not the fly tying, the uh, fly fishing film tour yep. at North Country. It should be fun. Rave reviews already from people that I know that have gone and seen it. Yeah. Should be a good time. Yeah. And then... Then it's open water fishing season, which we don't have any ice yet, so... It's open water now. Fuck. They declared ice out on Winnipesaukee already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got... We got no ice, actually. Somebody was in the shop the other day and said where they were fishing on Moosehead had, had a foot. I don't believe it's a foot of good ice. No, it's probably slushy, nasty ice. Well, because it's like I was talking to, I was reading on, because I actually thought about it. I was like, you know, I was like, Saturday, I, well, this whole weekend I'm fucked. So I was like, well, maybe I'll take a day off, like Friday, because I don't have anything going on, and like shoot up somewhere and try and fish and i was reading the ice thickness in maine which if you ice fish in maine the ice thickness of maine facebook page is actually awesome they've done a really good job there's a bunch of moderators on there that are just like look people are gonna ask what ice thickness is shut the fuck up and if you can help help if not shut the fuck up yeah so um but there were guys posting pictures of up on Moosehead, like up towards Kineo, and they had like seven inches of good ice, like four inches of shit, and then two inches of slush on top. Yeah. Same thing for like Chamberlain. Chamberlain is apparently just a slush bowl right yeah, now. Yeah, that always, that's... <clears throat> Which is like, well, I'm not going to fucking make a trek north if that's what I'm fucking yeah. dealing with. I'd rather just walk and fish sketchy ice down here. Right. <laughs> like. They haven't marked out Moosehead for sleds at all. No. People are riding sleds on it, but that's not marked for it. <clears throat> and they're supposed to, it's supposed to be warm this weekend. and so. Yeah, 55 on Saturday. Yeah. Fucking right. Bust out the fucking Lund. We're going fishing, boys. Right. Have you seen the, um, there's a, it's a guy that put, uh, like a saw blade on a mud motor, like frame, and then they put it on the ice on a boat? No. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) But it's like one of those like old, old time, like big saw blades, like 36 inch. Like a saw blade. Yeah. Like a 36 inch blade. And then they have a gear that drives it, and it's just on a boat, which it's on skis. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just fucking outboard. Fuck. That's funny. I was like, that's a fucking ice very great there. Uh, 
So is the net your one piece of gear? You really want for this year? Well, now it's now that need's been satiated. So another need will need to be met. Yeah, I'm thinking eight weight. I was looking at the Scott eight weight going. Oh, I mean, appropriate that we're doing this, and we already talked about Orvis, but the H4 came out today. Yeah, I ordered three. Yeah, if you want to spend fucking $1,200 on a rod, yep. get I, after uh, it. I ordered three of those and three Able reels. Perfect. To match it's them. It's a good setup. I figured it's the only way that's going to make me a better fly fisherman. <laughs> the fucking comments on, like, not only just their uh, post, but like purist on the fly and yeah. like farmy. Um, being like, yeah, they. Uh, it was a toss up <coughs> between those and the Apple Vision. Yeah, but the um, farmy's meme that he did was funny. The pin the uh, the pillow of. Tom Rosenbauer, did you see that one? Yes. Yeah. But he also had like the pros and cons of the, yeah. the a- Apple, Apple Vision, Vision versus <laughs> versus a new new, new Orvis. Helios. I just like the ones where they're like, yeah, nothing screams. I only hire a guide like an Orvis Helios four. I was like, oh. I st- every time I see Orvis anything, I think of the toilet at the. Fly shop that we went to in Connecticut that yeah. had the Helios sticker in it. It's <sighs> funny. Which I, I don't give a shit. I don't mind or like. I like Orvis stuff. I like their stuff. I definitely understand like where it comes from, but like, what do you say about guys that buy like Scott Centrics? Like, yeah, you you have to be saying the same shit because I don't buy expensive rods. I just. One, I can't afford them, and two, for the amount of... I, I can't justify it. Yeah. So. That's what... Um, I'm going to do the wave, probably, from Scott, just as a... You're going to figure out stripers this year, jackass. Yeah, Spruce Creek is... We're going to get it. Yeah, Spruce Creek's dead. Hopefully we don't have the rain. I think that played a big, big part in it. But yeah. I don't know. I just want to catch a fucking striper. Yeah. If I don't do it this year, then... Swearing it off. I might as well. What about you? What's what's next on your list of purchases? It's tax return season coming up. I don't get tax returns. What? I don't get tax returns. Why not? Last year was the first year in five years that I didn't have to pay anything. Oh. And I only got like 75 back from state, which I was happy with. Like, I've written off tax returns. Yeah. I just... It is, it is what it is. I'm in the mindset, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're just giving the fucking government a loan. Well, it, okay, whatever. I don't care. I don't hate getting money back at the end of the year. 
I don't either. It was awesome when I got it, but I don't have kids. I don't have. I'm married. Like, yeah, is what it is. No mortgage payment. Yeah, right. You so, know, <clears throat> I don't have one, and so I think for like, I got my waiters. Um, I, I mean, I pretty much have everything I need. Um. One thing I'm I would like to get, and I may not do the Sims one, but I may just get one. Is Sims makes that back saver belt? Yep. I wouldn't mind trying one of those. Orvis, I don't want to pay a hundred bucks. For Orvis it. also makes one. Do they? Yeah, I was actually listening to one of uh, Tom's podcasts the other day, and he was actually talking about it. <clears throat> I haven't looked at Orvis's. I've looked at Sims. It's a fucking. It's they've got two different ones. The cheaper one is like eighty bucks, and the more expensive one is a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. So then I went to Amazon, naturally. Yeah. And you could buy, like, one of the Home Depot worker back saver belts for, like, $20. It's just, I find, like, standing in one spot, like, yeah. lower back kills. So, I fear that may help. Uh, uh, I think this year I want to focus on more on like it's not really a gear thing but a a skills thing. I want to get better at casting and reading water and fishing different ways that type of thing. Learning more. I'd like to improve my uh or really start the the nymphing I'm definitely gonna world. In, I'm definitely gonna fish nymphs under an indicator more this year. So Orvis's pro wading support belt is ninety eight dollars. Yeah. On par. Yeah. I just don't want to spend that kind of money on it if it's just because of a name. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this one has pockets for um, for a net holder in it, which is pretty dope. Like that. Oh, that is pretty sweet. I think I am going to see about doing a casting lesson with Jim. Because I know they offer them at the shop. That's the best part of... I love... I'm much more confident now. But, like... And, I mean, even still, like... I... You... I'm very confident in my casting. Yeah. I don't think you would find me fucking stepping up to the pool at the fucking Fly Fishing Expo. I would have this year just because there's no one there. So, yeah. like, fuck it. But, like. I did that and I felt fucking inferior because fucking Tiny Caster there was out laying dimes. <laughs> just fucking there fumbling around. Double hauling like his ass off. Idiot. Um, but, like, the Fly Fishing Expo when, like, at Eldridge, like, they've got the. Like yeah. pools they set up, and it's like there's a shit ton of dudes there, and like after last year, I was like, oh, 
I could definitely step up and go do this, like, no problem. Yeah. But also at the same time, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really would. Yeah. But. Like, I could cast all right. I, it's a confidence thing for me. Yeah. That I have. It's also I like, can get the fly where it needs to go. I'd like to work on distance. But mostly for striper fishing. The problem I have with striper fishing, especially like the water that, uh, well, it's not as bad. Like we did a couple days this past year where we're like fishing around like the rocks off of York. Yeah. Where like I know, like I know where I want to put the fly and I can put it there, which I'm happy with. But it's like if I'm fishing like a big open water, but I know there's fish under me, like I have a hard time being like, okay, that's where I want it to go. It's. To me, I equate it to, like, golf, where, like, I hate playing an open course because I'm just going to fucking swing away. I don't care where the ball goes. Yeah. Whereas if I play a tighter course, like, if you're fishing a tighter spot and it's like, all right, I have to put my fly there, I actually pay way more attention to my casting technique yeah. to do that. Whereas, like, just floating, drifting down, like, Spruce Creek, I'm just like... Ah, fuck it, like, whatever, just get that fucking thing out there as far as I fucking can. Where am I? I know my form is just dog shit by the time it's actually out there. Yeah. But balance is my big, like, fishing up by those rocks with you, balance is my issue. Yeah, I didn't put you in a real good spot there. (laughs) Well, both times we went, it was also, like, not supposed to be... Not supposed to do what it was doing. Yeah. So... And then by the time we got back to the mouth of the river, it was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, flat-ass calm. We're just hoping last year was just, like, punishment towards this year's success. Yes. Like, if you trudge through the shit show that was last year, you will be rewarded this year. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. That's that's my mindset going into the 2024 striper season. I need to put foam in my rod rod tubes. I have some adhesive spray if you want to do that. I have the foam somewhere. I bought some, but I just never put them in. That, and I'm going to try to break those bolts free and put fucking stainless ones in. Good luck. Probably end up just having to drill them out. Probably, and then just fucking threw bolt there. Yeah. Won't be pretty, but wets, well, and I need to. I want to figure out a better way to mount it other than fucking hose clamps. I mean, that's his. We have the podcast sponsor, Riversmith. Yeah, but I, just two banger. I want the four banger. That's the trouble because I have the rods to put in it. Okay, then here, here's my idea. You sell the one you have. Will help offset the cost. Yeah, I know. And like you can sell it for a good deal. Like if you were to well, sell anything's a good deal on it because we didn't fucking pay anything for it. No, right. But what I'm saying, like yeah. the deal we get through Riversmith, you could sell that one for the cost of. 
what we pay for a yeah. two banger and then turn around and turn that into a four banger for a little bit more. Yeah. And then it's not such a kick in the cojones. Kick in the teeth. Oh, gear thing. I need I need to buy. I'd like to get two five weight reels. Replace the one on my Reddington. And then one for my I may just buy two of Greg's. I was gonna say that or fucking dude, I I don't see a downside to the cheeky preloads. No, neither do I have that's one of on my three weight and I love and I like those. Yeah, I mean But I'd like to get one of Greg's and put a sinking line on it for my five weight for when I'm fishing certain areas with that. The old bass assassin. Yeah. Make it almost like a streamer rod. Yeah. That's the other thing I might. Eh, probably not this year. That might be. That might be a twenty twenty five purchase. Streamer rod. Yeah, go like six, six or seven weight streamer rod. I have that seven weight. I like that. I gotta. Speaking of that, I gotta get that. Get my reel from that and bring it to Jim and have him look at it. That Lampson reel. The thing, the end of the season last year was wicked fucking, like, when you strip line out on it, it was wicked, like, jerky. Oh, really? It didn't want to, it didn't come out smooth. It was like, I wonder if it's just how it was, like, the memory of it, I don't like, know. stuck. It's, in, it's in, my, in my storage unit. We'll see. I had to get all that shit out at some point. I just want to catch fish and be happy. Yeah. Or miss fish and still be happier than current. It's just like this, this just bullshit winter. Yeah, it's just at this point I'm just ready for it to be over and I know... And I have to stop scrolling. Do, do you follow the musky fool? No. Oh, I'm going to end up with a fucking musky setup if I fucking, if this winter fucking keeps up the way it is. Dude, they fucking. That looks awesome. Musky fishing? I hear it's fucking incredible. On a fly. Yeah. That's like Greg's fucking jam. Dude, man. this dude is like. The flies he ties, and, like, he offers tying material to tie the big, like, beast flies, like. Also, Ben Wally, can you just quit making works of art as flies? For fuck's sakes. They're amazing. Dude. Like, you could literally just make those, and I I mean, he is basically doing that, but, like, you could just put those between two pieces of glass and fucking hang them in your house. Like, that's all those should be for. Yeah. I mean, they, they're effective, too. Like, they, they are, but they're fucking beautiful yeah. flies. They're incredible. And I cannot bring myself to even think of buying one. Because when I fucking lose it on something. I honestly thought about... I'm still thinking about it and probably will end up doing it. But then we just put it, like, right here. Yeah. Just mount it on the wall. 
I was thinking about like tying the other night after I got off, got done tying with Ian about like different flies I want to tie and stuff like that. And, like I like tying striper flies, like the clouses and stuff I've tied, but I think at this point I'm going to focus on like trout and bass flies and just buy striper flies. See, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I know you are. Like I want to. I want to. I'd love to learn how to tie like EP and hollow flies and, and shit like that. But I'm just gonna buy them at this point. I found a a pattern actually that was on the board at uh, at Eldridge. I just took a picture of it and I was like, "Yep, gonna go try and recre- recreate that fucking thing." Yeah. Just squid looks sick. Like I was like, I want to do that and like listening to a bunch. I've been actually listening to a lot more striper on a fly podcast yeah like specifically and like picking up some things from there and like one of the things like tom rosenbauer is like famous for saying is like you can never have too little on a clouser (laughs) like he's like 12 fucking hairs off of a bucktail for each color like that's a max and i'm like god Damn, I've been doing like forty. Like yeah. you know, like Yeah, I'm gonna just focus on trout flies and like bass streamers and like small like small I'm not gonna get into big articulation quite yet. Someday maybe, but I I like do talking to Ian, like he every fly he fishes he's tied like yeah and he's like and you're one of the better tires I know I'm like that's fucking retarded <laughs> that's that's not good dude <laughs> <laughs> like I and there is something to like I I appreciate like what he has been able like he's those like, fucking humpies that he tied last that he they look awesome that 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 like he tied a couple the other night when we were flying like tying and. They looked great. And then that one he said last night, I was like, well, you got that fucking dialed. Like, just yeah. nailed it. Like, he's, he really does a good job. And he's very meticulous. Very. I'm a bit, a bit on the tism spectrum yeah. when it comes to tying. I just don't have the patience. And, like, when I get to a spot, like, because I've tried to tie humpies because it's, it's one of the flies that I really like. And, like, I've gotten to the point where I'm, like, almost done, and then something goes wrong, and I'm, like... And you you talk to, like, professional tires. Like, I heard it on one of Aaron's podcasts with Nate White and Greg, and they were both, like, what flies do you not, like, tying the most? Humpies. Yeah. Because your proportions have to be right. I haven't even attempted it. Yeah. Like, the smallest tri-fly, I started tying 14 blue-winged olives this year. And... The pattern I'm tying, the variation, it's just poly yarn for the wing and a dubbing body with a with a tail. Yeah. With a with a feather barbule tail. So I'm using pheasant tail barbules and green olive dubbing and and they look great and I think they'll fish. But Oh, speaking of Greg, I forgot to mention this earlier. He allegedly is coming out with barbless uh, big hooks. Oh, really? I gave him shit the other day when he was talking about like his hooks and what was for sale and what what. 
I didn't buy any of his hooks. I didn't That's either. I need to. I didn't have time to like sit down and think about what hooks I have and what hooks. Yeah. I just reorganized everything upstairs, and I still needed to do more. It was more or less I just put everything away, yeah. and then I was like, okay. Well, I found a bunch of stuff, like you know, like the hollow flies, like the big eyes on them. Yeah. I had like I literally bought a pack, two packs when I was at the fly shop. I got home and I found four packs that I had, and oh, I was nice. like, God fucking damn it. Um. That's one of the things I find the hardest with is like staying organized with what I actually have because I get into like I'll get into like a clouser stage and actually like I picked up some stuff that I want to tie like just a way to make a clouser like a little different and like a little bit more attractive and um so I got some of that stuff and then I was like Looking through everything I had, and I've, dude, I've got all the EP to do EP, EP flies, and I was like, God, I forgot all about ordering all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, just knowing what I have for inventory for stuff, and like, that's when I look at like the guys that tie like all the different dry flies. I'm like, how do you keep all this shit straight? Like, I don't know. There's so much. Like, I'm pretty good at keeping that stuff organized. I'm not. It's one thing I'm, like, probably one of the things I'm most proud of <laughs> as far as my fly tie goes <laughs> is my at my organization. Um, but, yeah. You had in the notes waiting safety. Oh. I. So listening to the old fucking Rosenbauer fucking podcast, his last like two episodes, he's been getting grilled because he refuses to carry a waiting staff, which I do, too. Um, it's just one more fucking thing I don't need at this point. I understand the need for it for some people. Um. Yeah, and I mean it helps a lot of people out, and yeah. even you know younger people that are into it, but that haven't spent time on the water or time in waders. Like waiting can be tricky. Um, but it was really interesting where one of the guys, one of the things he was talking about, and one of the tips that they got was, you know, like if you're if you've ever whitewater rafted, like the first thing they tell you is like, if you get thrown out, get your head up river and get your feet down. And one of the tips was actually don't listen to that. If you are waiting and you go down and you start going down river because it will just pump more water into your waders. Yeah. I was like, that's a pretty good idea. Now don't necessarily know if I agree with that. Cause sorry, you're getting swept down river. I'd like to maybe keep my noggin safe from bouncing, from off, bouncing the off the rocks. And it's fucking sketchy. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I wear a wading belt with my fly fishing waders. I don't wear one duck hunting. Yeah. Mainly because I know if I go in when I'm duck hunting, I can get myself out. And duck hunting waders, I, can, I know I can also unclip and they're gone. 
It is what it is. But um And in duck hunting waders, I don't there's not a lot of space in between the you and the neoprene. No, they're tighter. But I mean they're heavier too. Yeah. Like those fucking Sims waders are so light, like but that's also one of the things that I like to do if I'm wearing a jacket. I don't wear my jacket under my waders. I'll yeah. always wear it over. And it's just make a more torturous path for water. That's that's my waiting tip. My waiting safety tip. If you I don't have any waiting safety tips because I'm deathly afraid of it. <laughs> the most waiting I did last year was on the Farmington yeah. view. And that was in two feet of water. That was great water. And I've, and I've recently thought about this. Like, I was, I found that rock that I was sitting on in the river. Yeah. And I remember getting up to walk back to the shore and looking at the back of that rock and all the fucking bugs that were hatching off of that rock. Yeah. And I was probably just disturbing fish. Sitting on top of fish. Because they were just probably on the other side of it picking off fucking... So if I had fished just a little bit upriver from that, yeah, and fish the back side of the rock, fish the back side of the rock, I probably would have hammered him. <laughs> but I learned my lesson. Maybe. Yeah. What else did I write down? Oh, well, that's just stupid. But yeah, hospital masks are back, which is gay. Um, Joe Rogan's a millionaire again. Joe Rogan's a millionaire again. And just like us, you can find us and Joe Rogan on all your favorite streaming platforms now. So he's going to be on Apple again? Yeah, and YouTube. And he's got all his rights back to post his fucking full episodes on YouTube again. That's pretty cool. Um, our question was, one piece of fishing gear you want for the new season? Sinking lines for seven, eight, and nines. That's that's going to be an expensive day. That's, yeah. that's 350 bucks right there, depending on the line you get. And uh, the old man wants a better pack for fishing. I think your dad could be a vest guy. He could be. He's also old, so like the old wear vests. And they'd have all the pockets for his snacks. Yeah. You could get that new flyweight vest pack with like the backpack on it. Well, it's like the one that Aaron wears. Yeah. He's got like, it's a backpack with a vest. Yeah. Um, I hear like the vest is the way to go. And I know Aaron likes it. With Aaron being a guide, like... Yeah, you have to. You know? I feel like you have to. I love my Freestone sling pack. I am a massive fan of the sling packs. Um, you know, for longer days on the water, I would like to get some... I'd like to spend the fucking 700 goddamn dollars I have to to load out my backpack the way I want to. Yeah. From fucking Fish Pond, which I still maintain is a stupid name. 
Um, they make dope gear. Speaking of packs, this just popped into my head. You bought, you have the free, same Freestone pack that I have. Yeah. And with your fly fishing film tour, you get the Yeti water bottle or yeah. the plastic one. Yeah. You'll like that with that pack because it's a lot lighter than having a metal one with you. Yeah, I know you don't bring water with you. No, I do. That's the one thing. Yeah. It's the one thing I actually bring. I don't bring any food. I might bring like one pack of gummy bears. Just for like emergency if I'm dying. <laughs> I can have a little bit of fucking candy. But they are a lot lighter than the metal ones. So it's Yeah, I don't care. I'll still carry my fucking dented, demolished fucking <laughs> Yeti. Not this one. This one's nice and it's bigger. I've been a lot better on my water intake. Yeah? The past couple of weeks. I fill this one in my big white one that I have, and then I bring a seltzer water to work with me, and I've been drinking all. I typically finish this one on the way home. That's what I've been doing. I fill that at least two times a day at work, and then I drink another one to two here. I think I'm going to get a water cooler for the shop. Like one of the, the big jug on it. Why don't you get one of the filtration units? And just have it piped in. What do you mean? Like, do you have decent water at the shop? No. Isn't it town water? No, it's well water. Oh. Well, so you can get, like, the little units that have a whole filtration system in them. And then they put out hot or cold water. And you just put it in next to the kitchen and tap off the water line. And then it filters. We do have water going into our break room for our coffee pot. Yeah. And you just tee off that line, and you just make it go to the water machine, and then it cools it. And you could have hot water if you wanted to make oatmeal like a savage. Well, our coffee make has, our coffee maker has a yeah hot water spigot on it. So you could just do a cold water one. But yeah, they come with filters built into them. And then you don't have to worry about jugs of water and fucking trying to lift them up and fucking put them in and having jugs delivered. That's a good idea. Well, I just, yeah, that's the other thing. I'd have to go to, like, BJ's or something and get the jugs there. Or you just sign up with Poland Spring and have them delivered. Or that. Or I'll you look into one of those filtration things. Filtration ones. Of the, like, the water coolers. Water yeah, filtration they have them coolers. Yeah. They have them at the gym. You, like, just hold your water bottle under it and it yeah. senses it and fills it up. The ones we have at work, like, you still, you just have to push a button. And they fill. They're good. Although, like, when I fill mine, like, if I'm everyone, I think, like, everyone in the world now has, like, massive water containers. So, like, if you go right behind someone, it sucks because the water hasn't had time to chill down internally to the machine. But that's my only complaint. That's all I got for tonight. I got to piss. Me too. As soon as we started talking about water. Portsmouth. Just join the Zin train and start ordering it. (laughs) So much better. I got nothing else. We record next week? 
Yeah, maybe. It's going to be a game time decision. Might be on the road already. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> we're we don't either, need to. We're either leaving Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Thursday. Well, we're leaving Wednesday. I just haven't decided what time. I don't know if I like want to really. Planning a road trip with like trying to see people midweek really sucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we we leave for school at this time and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, cool. Uh, I'm not really planning my road trip to make sure I can actually see you. Because I'd also like to miss traffic more than I want to see you. Sorry. Yeah. But that's just how I work. And I really want to get close, the closest I can get to Savannah for... Thursday night is my goal. So if I leave Wednesday night, it's like 20, or it's like seven, 16 hours to Savannah, something. I don't know. How far is it to Savannah from here? In directions from home. I just got to think a lot. Do, do, do. Yeah, 16 hours to Savannah. That's my goal. Because then we can hang out and spend the day in Savannah on Friday. And then drive down to Florida Saturday. So you're staying someplace in Savannah? Yeah. I think... I Well, I want to get to Savannah on Friday, ideally. So, whatever that takes, I'm willing to do. So, oh, so. You're leaving Thursday? Are you staying somewhere Thursday night? Uh, Maybe. Or if we just keep driving. and Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how the mood of the car goes. I, I know what the mood of the driver will yeah. be, which is... If you had your way, you'd be down there Tuesday. Sit down, shut up, we're going. <laughs> so, dealing with three women in the car and myself will be interesting. We'll see how it goes. It got speed. <laughs> but we may see you next week. We may, may, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe do Tuesday. I don't know. Tuesday's gym night. All right. Monday? Monday's fly tying night. Maybe we live stream fly tying night for our podcast. That's not a bad idea. Have Ian on as a guest. Yeah. He can tell us all about his malts. He had a, he had like, Meg tied these like pigtails in his head <laughs> on on uh, Monday night, like the guy from Oxbow Brewing, that guy, and uh, I was like, it's the Native American coming out, and he, yeah. and he laughed, and at the end of it, I was like, all right, plays with hops. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later, and he was like, yeah. It's not very often somebody gets me on a funny beer joke, but <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tagging along. And March 27th, March 30th. Don't forget, save the yeah, dates. Put it in your calendar. We're going to tell you every week. Maybe not every week because we're going to forget at least once. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, we're... We're like on our third week, so we're on a pretty good fucking run. Yeah. So if we don't mention it again, you had your chance. Yeah. It's your loss. <laughs> so we'll see you there. Peace.